I'm Tommy Salmons. This is year zero. So what the fuck is going on with this whole Trump impeachment thing, man? That's a, that's, it's got me, uh, it's got me kind of chuckling. Um, look, I made a, an insinuation last, last week that, uh, Hunter Biden was placed at this oil and gas company with no previous oil and gas experience, no experience dealing with Ukraine. And I make the insinuation that it is done so on behalf of intelligence, on behalf of the CIA. The CIA has a long history of working with oil and gas. That's a very big portion of what they do is work with international oil and gas companies in order to serve American interests, which means they are going to steal resources from other countries in order to enrich their corporate donors, their corporate overlords, their their overseers, their corporate buddies. The, they become... Uh, partial share owners and, and put on boards of directors and, and this, that, and the other and make these deals with other nations in order to the, enrich themselves and enrich their friends. This is well-documented in history. It's uh, well-documented that that it, ha- it has happened in Saudi Arabia. It has happened in Iran. It has happened in uh, Qatar. It has happened in the UAE. And it continues to happen today. Uh, is there any any misunderstanding as to why Halliburton was the uh, oil oil company to get the contract with in Iraq um, in the in the nineties and early two thousands? Is it is it any shock to anybody that it was um, a hanger uh, a what you a blimp hanger? In, in Homa, Louisiana, that Schlumberger and the CIA were using to, to smuggle weapons to anti-Castro Cubans to try to overthrow Castro in the 60s. Um, these, this is just a long, long incestuous relationship between these international companies and these, especially these oil and gas companies and uh, the CIA and the intelligence community. So I, I definitely insinuate that. I, I am speculating completely on that aspect of this. But now in, in shedding light on this speculation, what do we find out uh, late last week, early this week? Oh, the whistleblower, quote unquote, the whistleblower was a fucking CIA analyst. He's a, he works for the CIA. He's deep in the CIA with Ukrainian ties. And he had once worked either hand-in-hand with the White House or inside the White House at some point in time. So, and and then he he files this entire whistleblower complaint based upon hearsay, which is funny because just a couple of days before the whistleblower complaint came out, the actual whistleblower act uh, meant to protect whistleblowers was, was changed. It was amended. 
So it no longer had to be firsthand knowledge of an occurrence. No, now it can be hearsay. And that was never before. But but what is this tenuous relationship that the United States has with whistleblowers? And why are they treating this, uh, treating this whistleblower like he's some kind of God King, right? I mean, think about it. John Kiriakou comes out. He reveals the government is breaking the law. The government is torturing people. The CIA has black sites. They are torturing people. The Senate knows about it. The president knows about it. The vice president knows about it. Everybody knows about it. And rather than impeachment hearings, rather than Bush being impeached or Cheney being impeached, or Congress being held to account, or the CIA being torn apart, John Kiriakou spends 23 months in prison. Thomas Drake. Thomas Drake comes out and reveals that the NSA is illegally spying on American citizens. And instead of the NSA being held to account, Thomas Drake is charged with 10 felonies. Bill Benny blows the whistle on the, on the NSA. And instead of anybody in the NSA being held to account, Bill Benny has the FBI kick his door in at 5.30 in the morning and drag him out of the shower at gunpoint. Ed Snowden. Ed Snowden was, was fleeing to a South American country when his passport was frozen and he was left in exile in Russia. You got... Julian Assange, all he did was publish accounts of whistleblower, Chelsea Manning. And Julian Assange is looking to be extradited to the United States and spend the rest of his life in prison because he is a journalist and published information. Chelsea Manning was tortured for seven years, left in solitary confinement. Try to commit suicide multiple times because she revealed war crimes. And yet, this CIA analyst is blowing the whistle, quote unquote, on a phone call. And if you read the Memcon, people are calling it a transcript. It's not a transcript. Peter Van Buren um, had a had a good post about this. Described what it is. It's a, it's a memcon. They don't transcribe these presidential phone calls. What they do is they have um, multiple people on the phone listening in, and the junior person on the phone, whoever has the least important title, takes notes on the call. And then writes up uh, a memo, and they and they file it away. So it's not a direct transcript, and that's why people are speculating. Oh, it looks like things were changed. Well, it wasn't a direct translation. Nothing on this was directly translated. 
And so somebody saw the MemCon or they were on the or on the phone, which we find out that Pompeo, the former director of the CIA, was on the on this on this phone call as well. Was he the one who spread the information down to this CIA analyst? Is this going to be a situation where Trump turns around? A2, Brute? Is Pompeo stabbing Trump in the back? Does he feel like Trump is going against the interests of the CIA and their corporate interests and their international oil and gas interests in the Ukraine? Speaking of which, um, last week I was talking about uh, the Ukraine and the Russian relationship, and I had actually mentioned that it was Kiev that there was an issue going on, and it wasn't Kiev. I apologize. It was Crimea. That was a complete misstatement by me, and I I realized it uh, too late, and I, I I meant I wanted to make sure I corrected that, but it was Crimea that the Soviets, I mean the Soviets, the Russians and uh, the Ukraine were were feuding over as far as uh, who Crimea actually belonged to. Um, And you can't really blame Russia for this. I mean, U.S. has tried to absorb every country near Russia's borders into NATO. And then by going in in 2014 and and, uh, coordinating a coup to overthrow the Ukrainian government and install a puppet dictator as the president of the Ukraine, you can see why Russia would be nervous and say, hey, look, we need a little more cushion here. So we want to absorb Crimea as as part of uh, Russia again. We want to annex Crimea. We want it to be, you know, Russian uh, territory again to give us a little bit of breathing room. To keep you a little bit away from Moscow. And it's not like it hurts anything. I mean, it's not like... I mean, we could uh, we could put fucking missiles in goddamn Poland and be able to hit Russia. So it's not like we need, you know, Crimea. You know, they're trying to build some sort of, you know, cushion and, and security between... NATO forces in Moscow, but at the same time, it's a false security. It keeps it keeps uh, troops off of their, you know, away uh, further away from Moscow, but it doesn't keep any threats away from Moscow. You know what I'm saying? So, oh yeah, we we definitely have the uh, ballistic technology to be able to shoot missiles from anywhere you know, near Europe and, and hit Moscow. They're just looking to, to create some sort of padding for themselves, which is completely understandable. It's not like we would want them to have missiles, I don't know, let's say in Cuba. That, that probably would, would be a major ordeal, don't you think? I don't know. If only something like that had ever happened before, and we can, and there was a precedent set. But, you know, the benevolent United States can put 
missiles wherever they want. They can put troops wherever they want. They can threaten whoever they want. They can overturn whatever regime they want. And for whatever interest. And it's funny because like this goes along, right along with, with the the entire colonialism and the imperialism of the United States. Because what they do is they go in there, they, they ha- uh, coordinate a coup, the coup's successful, they overturn their regime, they install a puppet dictator or a puppet president, whatever you want to call him, into the regime, and then they move in all of their own guys. The intelligence agencies move in their own guys into into specific, centralized, key corporations within the, the country in order to funnel resources back to the United States and to give the United States control over these, these companies. So like Hunter Biden being on the board of directors of an oil and gas company when he has no experience, doesn't speak Ukrainian, does, doesn't know anything about oil and gas, doesn't know anything about the Ukraine. I don't know. It's a little suspicious. Seems like he was placed there. Somebody put him there. And the timing of all this, all this impeachment talk is really, really, really convenient. Because if I remember right, there's... There's an investigation that was taking place. Man, what was that? Oh, yeah. The inspector general was investigating all the FISA warrants and all the all the spying on the Trump campaign. In in that in that due out any day now. It's funny how they flood the the media with all this talk of impeachment just before this investigation comes to light. It's as if there's something in there they're trying to hide from the American public. Huh. I wonder what it could be. Could it be that the entire Obama administration was in on the FISA warrants? Could it be that Obama himself may be looking at an indictment? Wow. I don't know. But there are much better things they could they could be impeaching Trump on. How about how about the inhumane treatment of children at the border? That's not very humanitarian. And as Dave Smith rightfully points out, government is a mafia pretending to be a human rights organization. So wouldn't you think as a human rights organization, they would want to have that, protect that humanitarian outlook? Wouldn't you think as a human rights organization they would want to impeach Trump for the children that have died on the border due to his policies and the separation of families? Wouldn't you think that would be a bigger issue than a phone call to which he he implies possibly 
a quid pro quo? Like Adam Schiff's trying to make it sound uh, sound like it was explicitly stated. No, there there was some implicit, you know, beating around the bush. And I can see that if the hearsay is correct. But have you ever played telephone? How does hearsay go? Hearsay always gets jacked up. I mean, it's hard to hear what somebody says and turn around an hour later and repeat it word for word. Let alone have somebody relay what somebody said that somebody else said. So, I don't know. You read the transcript of the call, yeah, or the memcon, not the transcript. But you read that, and okay, there were some implications of some, some quid pro quo, but nothing explicit, nothing you can prove. And is quid pro quo really a new freaking idea for the president of the United States to hold over a foreign leader's head? Didn't Obama quid pro quo with Iran when he said, hey, you know that money of yours that we are withholding? Yeah. Well, you can get that back if you agree to these terms on nuclear technology. That was a quid pro quo, right? How about, how about the genocide in Yemen? You think Trump could be impeached for that? You don't, you think genocide is, you know, worthy of impeachment? I mean, I do. I would think so. I mean, if you're going to impeach Hitler, don't you impeach him on the worst things he did? Not because he was slightly corrupt and he may have implied a quid pro quo with Mussolini, but because he conducted a genocide of six million Jews? Isn't that what you impeach Hitler on? I would think so. How about the assassination of an American citizen via drone bombing. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be worthy of an impeachment? I would think so. See, but you can't impeach Trump on the worst things that he's done. If you impeach Trump on the worst things that he's done, that implicates Obama. And then you've got to put Obama in prison. And the CIA would never go for destroying their foreign policy in order to get rid of a president they don't like. No. They got to do it based upon quid pro quo. Which it seems to me like the CIA and the Democrats have a quid pro quo. How about that? Is it a quid pro quo saying, okay, 
we'll allow you to impeach this president and we'll feed you the information to have the power to impeach this president. Just don't impeach him on any of the real crimes that he's committed, any of the real atrocities that he's involved in, because that implicates us. Was it a quid pro quo when the CIA orchestrated a coup in the Ukraine, in the Ukrainian parliament, allowed the CIA to install a friendly president? Was that a quid pro quo? See, here's the thing. In the history of the CIA, three presidents have not towed the line. Donald Trump, who's done plenty of horrible shit, has not towed, has not towed the intelligence agency's line. Even Pompeo, right there looking over his shoulder, can't quite keep him directly on the straight and narrow as far as the intelligence agencies go. Richard Nixon did not tow the line. He ended Vietnam. He allowed communism to take root in Asia. He did not tow the line. They got rid of his ass. And Spiro Agnew, his vice president that was elected, yeah, they just kind of muscled him out of the way. Said, look, you're going to step down or else we're coming after you next. So Spiro Agnew said, all right, fine, fuck it. I'm out of here. I ain't dealing with this shit. And they installed Gerald Ford. And John F. Kennedy did not toe the line. They found a very interesting and public way to get rid of him, didn't they? Fact of the matter is, Donald Trump's as good as gone, as far as I'm concerned. As Chuck Schumer says, intelligence agencies have six ways from Sunday of getting back at you. If the impeachment doesn't work, and Trump refuses to resign. <laughs> I mean, just think about this. This is going to be funny. This is going to be hilarious. I'm sorry. Uh, this is kind of like kind of going off on a side tangent, but this will be really fucking hilarious. Because think of the outrage when Trump was originally elected, when he first won and became president, and how fucking crazy the Democrats went, how fucking insane still to this day they are, if you even point out that Russiagate was a misinformation can, campaign by, by, in, inflicted by the Russians and installed into the intelligence agencies by the Russians, and that those people who were saying Trump was a Russian puppet are actually the Russian puppets, they fucking still have a heart attack. But how fucking great will it be when the House of Representatives comes through and says, yes, we impeach this president. And the Senate comes back and says, we don't find any crimes 
that are worthy to remove this president from office. The reelection goes through. Trump's reelected over Elizabeth Warren and Joe Super ba- Superdad Biden. <laughs> and fucking the meltdown that will take place when Trump is back in office after that. Like, I'm just saying, like, speculation-wise, if this were, is how it goes down. That will be fucking entertainment for the next four years. I will be laughing my ass off at these crazy-ass people. So, yeah, these people should definitely impeach Trump. They should. But they should impeach Trump on actual crimes against humanity, actual war crimes, actual atrocities that Trump has actually uh, participated in. That's what he should be. That's what he should be impeached upon. He should be impeached. He should be arrested. He should be imprisoned. Pompeo should be imprisoned. John Bolton should be imprisoned. John Brennan should be in prison. James Clapper should be in prison. Barack Obama should be in prison. They should all be in prison. But not for some fucking phone call to the Ukrainian president where he implies that, hey, we might do you a, we might do you a solid if you do us a solid. Let's get rid of that corruption in the Ukraine, man. I got all these weapons for you. I'll give you these javelin missiles to fight against fucking Russia. They were going to do that anyway because NATO is eventually going to absorb the Ukraine and NATO is going to move into the, into the Ukraine and sit on the Russian border. <coughs> it's not going to be long. Don't worry about that. Ukraine was going to get their arms. But what's going to happen when the House impeaches Trump, the Senate refuses to remove him from office, he refuses to resign, he gets reelected. And he continues down this path of driving everybody fucking ape shit ballistic. I don't know. Do they turn to their to their classic stance? Do they use anti-Putin Russians? Do they bring back the mafia? Who's going to be the Lee Harvey Oswald for Trump? Who is the CIA going to turn into a patsy? The fact of the matter is, is if this investigation in the Ukraine and on Hunter Biden goes forward, I guarantee you it's going to be extremely embarrassing for the Obama administration, for the CIA, for the DIA, and for everybody involved. 
the coup in the Ukraine that so many people already know about will be in mainstream news. It will be on the tongues of every person around the world for years. We'll be looking at new church committee hearings. We'll be looking at another assassinations records review board. Another HCSA. And all because these fucking warmongering totalitarian fucking asshats that nobody ever elected think they are all powerful, benevolent dictators that get to rule over the, the world as they see fit, any way they see fit, whenever they see fit. And if there's a spy in the White House, I would be hard-pressed to think of another person other than Pompeo feeding a CIA analyst information. So all this hearsay and this whole fucking impeachment scandal, whereas, yeah, Trump is corrupt as shit. He's just as corrupt as every other president that has preceded him. Just as. I got somebody the other day told me, well, Trump is worse than Nixon. Obama was worse than Nixon. Nixon ended a fucking war. So, I'm interested. I'm curious. What's, what's this Inspector General investigation on the FISA warrants going to turn up? And what's this investigation in the Ukraine going to turn up? Is this really going to look as bad for Trump as all the Democrats and mainstream media are hoping? I don't know. I have a hard time believing it. I'm Tommy Salmons. Late.